Each day we get hundreds of questions from our clients and other small and mid-sized business owners about some of the most common HR issues. We figured if they have those questions, you might too. Let's provide a lifeline and share our answers to some of the most common scenarios. This is HR Rescue with your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! Now that the number of confirmed cases of the coronavirus, otherwise known as COVID-19, in the United States are rising, employers should look for ways to protect their employees and workplace. While the coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that cause various illnesses, from the common cold to severe acute respiratory syndrome, COVID-19 is a new strain that had not been previously identified in humans. As a result, employers should strive to educate themselves and their employees about COVID-19 and how it affects the workplace. However, an employer's role is complicated by various legal issues touching upon safety, employee health, job functions, and business travel. An employer should consider certain measures to better prepare and protect its employees and the workplace. At this time, there are no laws or regulations specifically addressing an employer's legal obligations relating to COVID-19. However, employers should regularly consult the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, for the most current information on the coronavirus, including guidance for businesses. Also, employers must always be mindful of the General Duty Clause of the Occupational Safety and Health Act. Under this clause, an employer is required to furnish each worker with employment and place of employment which are free from recognized hazards that are causing or are likely to cause death or serious physical harm. While this clause applies to a wide array of different situations, in the case of COVID-19, it essentially requires an employer to ensure that their employees have a safe and healthy workplace. In addition, the Personal Protective Equipment, PPE standard, issued by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, requires that employers provide their employees with certain equipment, including gloves, eye and face protection, and respiratory devices, when particular hazards may cause injury or impairment. Also, OSHA has deemed the coronavirus a recordable illness when a worker is infected on the job, and therefore, an employer must record any such cases on the OSHA 300 log. An employer should also consider workplace strategies relating to COVID-19, along with other infectious diseases. For example, provide a letter to employees with guidance on COVID-19. Consider implementing a contagious disease policy to communicate employees how the virus and other infectious diseases will be addressed in the workplace. Review information about the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, and the Family and Medical Leave Act, FMLA to ensure policies comply with federal laws. Evaluate FMLA criteria about whether an employee is eligible for leave for a coronavirus-related condition and for those covered under the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996, HIPAA, consider privacy concerns. Education as to the transmission and symptoms of COVID-19 is key to allaying fears and reducing misinformation. According to the World Health Organization, COVID-19 can be transmitted person-to-person, specifically through respiratory secretions, for example, coughing and sneezing. It is crucial that everyone is aware of the symptoms of COVID-19. Common signs of the virus are respiratory symptoms, fever, cough, shortness of breath, and breathing difficulties. Severe cases may cause pneumonia, severe acute respiratory syndrome, kidney failure, or death. Educating employees on the facts of COVID-19 will encourage communication and cooperation between employees and management 
on measures to ensure the health and safety of the workplace. Further, it would be prudent to determine how to address an infectious disease in the workplace, evaluate additional workplace issues relating to infectious diseases, consider how to address an employee with an infectious disease, and for employees who are currently in an affected region or have just returned, determine whether that employee may be required to undergo a medical examination. As with most infectious diseases, there are certain precautionary measures an employer can take to reduce the risk of exposure to the coronavirus. For example, employees should be strongly urged to wash their hands frequently with soap and water, hand sanitizers and wipes are also a good option when soap and water are not readily available, maintain social distancing, avoid touching their face, cover their coughs or sneezes, stay home if they are sick, and self-quarantine if they have traveled to affected areas. For those in the food services industry, special care should be taken to thoroughly cook meat and eggs. Also, those in the airline or airport industries who may interact with individuals traveling from China or another affected region may be more vulnerable to exposure and should take stricter precautions. Healthcare workers should especially take care as they may confront suspected cases of COVID-19 and provide treatment for those falling ill to the virus. In order to stress the importance of these measures and demonstrate its commitment to the overall health of the workforce, consider taking additional steps, such as placing tissue boxes at each workstation and hand sanitizers at several locations around the workplace, for example, by the printer or water cooler. Be prepared for employees who may be nervous and concerned about contracting COVID-19. From an employee relations perspective, an employer should be considering an understanding of the employee's concerns and evaluate every request or issue based on the employee's particular circumstances. If an employee refuses to come to work when a coworker is suspected of having contracted the coronavirus or is displaying flu-like symptoms, consider alternative relation arrangements such as telecommuting. With the appropriate equipment, for example, laptops and software, allowing employees to telecommute can go a long way to ease worries among the workforce and further protect the workplace from transmission. Also have employees take their laptops home each night in case the office is closed or they cannot get to work. If telecommuting or working at another location is not an option, clearly but kindly communicate why the employee cannot be accommodated, why the risk of COVID-19 infection may be low, how the employee can protect themselves from infection, and what protective measures the employer will take. There is still much that is unknown about the virus, so listen to an employee's concerns and fears and be open to discussing alternative solutions. In addressing or responding to proposed alternative working solution, review the telecommuting policy, determine how to manage a telecommuter, and consider additional issues related to flexible working relationships. An employer may find that an employee has reservations or simply refuses to go on a business trip to a coronavirus-affected region. In this case, an employer should consider proposing an alternative. For example, conduct the business from the home office or travel to a different region to reach the same desired result. Also, check the CDC's advisories on travel restrictions, as well as airlines that are flying in and out of the region. Regardless, an employer should consider postponing all travel in and out of affected regions for example, mainland China, out of an abundance of caution. The situation remains fluid, so be sure to consult the latest news and resources on the appropriate government sites. If you'd like a customizable coronavirus guidance letter 
to distribute to your employees, please go to www.hr-shield.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and sign up and we'll send it. Or send me an email directly to support at hr-shield.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the HR Rescue Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The HR Rescue Podcast is made possible by HR Shield, the firm consulting group of Tampa, and your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! This podcast was recorded in Tampa, Florida and Greenville, South Carolina, and was produced by Lonnie West at LRW Media Studios. Find us in your favorite podcast app or online at hr-rescue.com.